The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Terry. Welcome to OAA Now. I'm Sammy Terry here, blogger of the Dragon's Insider, blogger of Inside the OAA, and one of the hosts between Terry's that we're in with television. Like welcome those watching us on ON TV and hearing us on the local voice on SoundCloud. Um, Ian, of course, we just had a successful food drive this weekend here we did. at the studio. Yeah, a pretty exciting weekend. Uh, Sammy and uh, Ian were part of it. The crew from Between Terraminas was in. Um, we had a six-hour uh, live telethon uh, benefiting our local food pantry, Fish. And it was a huge success. Our goal is 10,000 pounds, and we met that goal. It was it was amazing. We want to thank all of the uh, businesses, the 30 uh, sponsors, businesses who donated, and volunteers who donated items to our raffle drawings, and the 16 uh, collection partners and organizations around town that collected food on our behalf. Thanks to people like you, Mr. Sammy, and your uh, your friends and other people in town to give us a hand with the, the telethon. Um, it's always we always call it our Super Bowl. Yes, because we put everything we own into it. Pretty much every piece of gear we have. At it's o- been very successful. Owen TV, and um, mm-hmm. uh, we did that Saturday, and now it's recovery time, and it, it feels like we've been hit over the head with a hammer. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> so Monday's know. a little tough after the food drive. But, oh yeah, um, especially but, been tough on the basketball world too. I mean, you know, you know, yeah. it's kind of funny. Wrestling team districts is this week. Is it already? Yeah, wrestling team wow. districts are this week. That's so. crazy. Very interesting. I will post the preview on my blog. Um, we got a lot of basketball scores that came over the week. Um, and there's still some that. Um, and of course, there's one game I know for sure has to be made up today, and that's Berkeley and Pontiac. But, made up. Uh, yeah, because they had they were iced out on them. They played today on them. We were oh, from them. Yeah. two weeks ago yeah, when the ice hit. Ago, ah, yeah. okay. Well, so that's, okay. I'll let you. I'll let you recap the scores, um, and I'll give you my um, six cents on them. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it's quite a list. So uh, bear with us, everybody listening at home. There are a ton of games, and uh, we'll do our I think best. I might to... have did some repeating games. Do we though. have some repeaters Maybe. in there? I because I based them based on divisions. Okay, because I'm just kind of reading through the list you handed me. So uh, yeah, this fine. is the OAA rundown. All right, we're going to start with the boys' red division from Monday. Wednesday games, Clarkston, uh, big winner over Lake Orion, 59-38. Nicholson had 17. Lawyer had 14. Wasilic, uh 10 points for Clarkston. Uh, Bloomfield Hills, 66-65. An OT over North Farmington. Heck of a game there. Hecker, that was an upset. Hecker hit 22 points. Jordan 13. And um, forced overtime with a three-pointer. Or was, who was it? Abramchik? Is that how you say it? Abramchik. Yeah, Abramchik uh, forced overtime with a three-pointer at the buzzer. So what a overtime thriller that one was. Ferndale 70-67 over West Bloomfield. That's a... Interesting win the, the, there. Well, West Bloomfield came, almost came back in that one. They were down by 20. Wow. Uh, Trayvon Lewis, 24 points uh, to lead Ferndale, correct? Yep. Uh, Matthew, uh, Matthews had 20 Tamir for West Matthews, Bloomfield. Yep. Uh, Thursday, Saturday games. Oak Park, 59, 48 over Lake Orion. Lake Orion, a little slide there. Cam Sutton, 20 points. Uh, uh, Bodenheimer. Yeah, yep. And Brendan Jones had 10 points each for Lake Orion. Uh, North Farmington, 57. Ferndale, 56 in OT. Another overtime thriller. Yep. Uh, Bashir Jihad had 12 points, 10 rebounds in a big game. Uh, Lenton had 11 points and Clark, 10. Uh, yeah, Clark- he had 14 points also in that game. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, big win for uh, 
for Todd Nicholson's team. Yeah, heck team. yeah. Clarkston 69-23 over Bloomfield Hills. That was a huge blowout. Lawyer 27 in the win for Clarkston. Uh, let's see. Kalamazoo Central 82-77 over Oak Park. Another yeah, that was challenging a Saturday game. game at Grand Rapids Union. That was the makeup of the Floyd Mayweather Classic over there at um, Grand Rapids um, Grand Rapids Union. Um, that was a heck of a – Oak Park had the rally because they were down at the end of the third quarter. Um, 60, um, 65-52 at one point. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Detroit Edison, <clears throat> 101 over West Bloomfield, 63. Uh, Matthews, 25 points to lead West Bloomfield. Big, big output there by Edison. Edison's a very good team. They got two teams this week. We'll talk about that. All right, on the white side, Monday and Wednesday games, Farmington, uh, 57. Adams, 55 in a tight one. Warren De La Salle, 59-50 over Stony Creek. Southfield Arts and Tech, 66-59 over Troy. That's a big win for A&T. Mac for A&T, uh, A&T had 22. Yep. Uh, Brody Parker had 20 points for Troy. Oxford, 51-47 over Groves. Uh, Trey Townsend, 17 points. Uh, Zach Townsend, 12 points for Oxford. Thursday and Saturday games, Southfield Arts and Tech, 64-54 over Adams. Mm-hmm. Uh, Troy, 44-43 in a tight one over Stony Creek. Brody Parker, 22 points for Troy. Smith, 18 points for Stony Creek. Oxford, 54-36 over Davidson. Big win for Oxford. Townsend, 28 points for Oxford. Farmington, 59-55 over Groves. Robert Davis, 22 points for Farmington. On the blue side of things, Monday and Wednesday games, Troy Athens, 48. Seaholm, 42 in a close one. Giovanni had 13 points. Wood had 12 for Troy Athens. Frick, 10 points for uh, Seaholm. Rochester, 69-39 over Royal Oak. Royal Oak's a hard team to figure out. Yeah, nice win for Rochester, though. Pontiac, 70 over Avondale, 42. Wow. Hazard had 20 points for Pontiac. Berkeley, 49-36 over Notre Dame Prep. Uh, Belchinski had 14 points. And McKelvey had 10 points for Berkeley. Uh, Thursday and Saturday games, Seaholm uh, 53-51 over Pontiac in OT. Another overtime game. Yep. Seems like we get like three a week. Yep. Uh, Matt Frick, a buzzer beater, had the buzzer beater. Uh, Cross had 16 points. Cullen, 13 points for Seaholm. Uh, what did he say? Harris led Pontiac with 22. Yep. Is that accurate? Yep. Wow. Uh, Pontiac kind of bouncing back a little bit. Pontiac's been a very interesting team on the first-year coach, Damon O'Neill. I mean, really interesting team. Um, Good to see some W's on the Phoenix side. of. Oh, yeah, they're 5-6 and six right now. Nicely done. Troy Athens, 51 over Berkeley, 46. Eaton had 19 points. Thornton and Sabah had 11 yep. points each for Troy Athens. Uh, let's see. Royal Oak, 40. Avondale, 35. Low-scoring affair again. Remember the last time those two teams played, it was 38-34 Royal Oak. Yeah. Uh, Five-point win for Royal Oak. Mm-hmm. On the girls' side in the red division, uh, Monday and Wednesday games, Detroit Edison 74 over Southfield A&T 36. McEvans had 25 points for A&T. Do we see a little... Uh, I'm we telling got, you. We got some news uh, yeah, we do. coming got down the line news. about A&T. Yep. Groves 65-50 over Adams. Royal Oak 47-20 over Seaholm. Ouch. Yep. Uh, Sorhan had yep. 17 points. Uh, Amon had 10 points for Royal Oak. Uh, Thursday and Saturday games, Clarkston, 58-50 over A&T. 
Uh, A&T on a little slide there. Skrapuski had 18 points and Heaton 14 points for Clarkston. McEvans 22 points for A&T. West Bloomfield 46, Stony Creek 38. Pinny La Prairie. La Prairie had 13 points. Depani had 11 for Stony Creek. Grove 63, Bloomfield Hills 48. Caitlin Sanders 17 points. Uh, and Caitlin Quinn 14 points for BG. Grove is the team I'm really surprised with. What, just coming out and doing what just they did? Just coming out playing really well. Besides, they're, they're not a one-trick wonder besides Ellie Rupert. Yeah, nice nice win, though. Big uh, big win. Yeah. Royal Oak 47, Lake Orion 33. Uh, Sorhan, 22, or 23 points for Royal Oak. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the white division, Monday and Wednesday, Lake Orion, 42 over Pontiac, Pontiac, Notre Dame Prep, 32. Heck had 10. Uh, Marshall and Lauer had nine points each for Lake Orion. Grows, 65, 50 over Adams. Yep, that's uh, Adams' side. Pattersmark. Uh, Petersmark. Petersmark, 15 points. And Drainick had 10 points for Adam. Rochester Adams. Thursday and Saturday games, North Farmington, 52-29 over Oxford. Ouch. Uh, Simpson had 16 points. Uh, Rogers had 10 for North Farmington. Lake Orion, 38-37 over Romeo, squeaking one out against uh, the Bulldogs. Marshall had 7 points and a game-winning free throw with 2.7 seconds left. Heck had 11 points uh, to lead Lake Orion. Troy, 65-40 over Troy Athens. Lauren Gumma had 12 points for Troy. Adams 42 30 over Avondale. That was the upset of the year. I, yeah, I, I would upset. say. Claire out. Claire out. Claire out. Claire out. Had 15.7 rebounds. Nice game for Rochester Adams. Royal Oak 47, Lake Orion 33. Couldn't keep the winning streak going, could they? Uh, Robertson had eight points for Lake Orion to lead to play back, the back green and white. It is tough, tough uh, on the legs. In the Blue Division, Monday and Wednesday, Royal Oak 47 20 over Seaholm. Uh, Detroit Edison uh, beat Oak Park. We didn't have the score on that one, but uh, Oak Park falls. Westfield Prep 60, Ferndale 34. Uh, Thursday and Saturday games, Rochester 33, Berkeley 31. Uh, how do you say that last name? Uh, uh, Anya Rajgerjian. yeah. Hey, nice. 12 points. Uh, Lorenzo, 9 points for Rochester. Farmington, 32. Ferndale, 16. Couldn't find the bottom of the hoop in that day. Jones, 9 points for Farmington. Oak Park 51, 42 over Seaholm. And Saginaw Arts and Science 62, 26 over Pontiac. And that's uh, a mouthful there, Sammy. That's your OAA roundup for last week, the week of the third. And more big games coming. Oh, yeah, a lot of big games coming. Um, probably let's talk about some teams here. Um, we talked, you talked about AT. Um, yeah. obviously, of course, the big news, of course, is Kiana Willis, um, been hearing reports that she is no longer on the team. Um, wow. Which is a huge, huge That's loss for huge Southfield, loss, especially yeah. when you lose your point guard. And I don't know the specific details about it, but been hearing from reports, um, that she is no longer on the team, um. And that's a and that's going to put a lot more pressure on a girl like Shia McEvans and um, Gordy has Jasmine a lot of Worthy. pressure yeah, on her shoulders. Well, they got a lot of pressure <laughs> on her shoulders and Jasmine Worthy. I mean, yeah, and I we know, call them the big three for a reason. Yeah, they're yeah because they were their three returning starters. Yeah, three returning experienced players. But then you got to then you look at it with A and T. I think A and T's in a lot of trouble. I mean, like they, I mean, they got a girl in Jalen Austin who um is trying to develop her freshman year, but. Yeah. But 
I just don't know if she has it right now. I just don't know if she has it. And, th- and this comes down with Southfield, with last year's success, you know, kind of, but not developing those role players. And I think it's really hurt Southfield A&T. You know, it's putting, putting a lot more pressure on Shy McEvans yeah. and Jasmine Worthy. Just imagine if A&T did not have those two players. Oh, What would they be? Yeah. What would it would be? be a different discussion altogether. Yeah, it'd be a different discussion altogether. I mean, McEvans is a, good for 20, 21 points plus a night. He's going to have to score at least 20, 22 Minimum. But, Minimum. But if they're only putting in, I mean, against Clarkston, they scored 50. I mean, there's a closer game, 58 uh, to mm-hmm. 50. In that game, though, I got to give John Ware a lot of credit, the head coach of Clarkston, because he installed a 1-3-1 defense ah. um, to try to confuse McEvans. But then once McEvans figured it out, they adjusted, and McEvans was limited to one point in the third quarter. Wow! That so game. that could you can consider that the the difference of the game. I mean, yeah. if it's fifty eight fifty, sure, change it and up. And Maddie, of course, had a big game. She had eighteen points. I mean, Absolutely. Clarkson, Taylor, Eaton at ten points. But I really like what Wire said. Um, they put Morgan Hunter, who is not a hybrid center, um, but they they made Worthy basically come out. You know what I mean? Come out of the paint, you know. That's what they basically did. Make make her come out of the paint, which would lead to easy, more easy baskets. That's what we said. You get people out of position by the mm-hmm. way you uh, set up your offensive right. structure, right? Right. And it's get people out of hard. position. It's you take advantage. It's kind of hard when you look at. It. It's kind of hard when you really look at it. I mean, you know, with A and T, you know, McEvans has to score, but worthy. Well, you know she will. You know she that, will. You know she will. But if we shut everybody else down, then yeah, A and T's got a big problem. Yeah, and especially if you're. You, what happens when you have a tripod with one less leg? That's not easy. Usually falls over. Yep. And then right. you got to look at their district coming up, you know, with um, A&T. I mean, they're in a district with Birmingham Marion. Yeah. Uh, they're in a district with Groves. Groves is starting to improve. Um, Seahelm's been like uh, the sinking ship lately. Um, but I think right now, I think A&T's in a lot of trouble. I mm. really think they are. I mean, like, right now they said a game. You don't think there's anybody just kind of waiting in the wings that's going to surprise you and pop out and say, hey, look at me. They have, they don't have a force. Besides Jalen Austin, I mean, like, and I don't think she's been that impressive. Um, but but the, she could make an impact. She could make an impact, but I just don't think they have enough. Besides McEvans and Worthy, this team just does not really yeah. have it. I mean, especially when you're looking at the ceiling, like what? What right. were the expectations of the A&T expectations coming in was Southfield very, very high. Really high. You know, I mean, because last year made the state final. Um, yes, you do. Lo- you lost two big players in um, Alexis Johnson and Soto Barnes. That's huge. To re- that's going to be. That's hard to replace. But Michelle Marshall said it best. Head coach here at A&T. You know, we're just right now. We're treading water right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you know, that's a good way to put it. Are, there's some girls that are not getting the varsity basketball. I mean, like, you know, the intensity of the game and mm-hmm. all that. I mean, you got Worthy's playing her butt off, McEvans playing her butt off, Jalen Austin's playing her butt off, but it was a very interesting that very interesting that and I think that comes to the problem is the, the program strength. That's the problem mm-hmm. with South Arts and Tech. It's been the program strength. You gotta look at you gotta look at it from this perspective. The strength of your team always has to be program strength. Because if you don't have a good sub varsity team, you don't have a good middle school program. You're not going to have a good program for a little while. I mean, superstars are always welcome. 
of course. Sure. Coach loves the superstars. Sure, you know. And ATN uh, has feasted on superstars have, over the last have, several they've years. they had transfers that came, came over there. I mean, like, let's not forget. I mean, you know, Keanu Willis, she transferred from Detroit Renaissance. Yeah. You look at, you look at, of course, you know, Soto Barnes transferred from Ohio. You got to look at, um, you know, they benefited with transfers. But now that transfer pipeline starting to fizzle out a little bit over there. Plus the new rules. Yeah. And I think that's going to you know, that, hurt the that, team like that, that makes you think before you start. Right. And I, and, I, and I really think when you look at A&T, you've got to develop your kids within, you know, and right now there's, it's a very difficult situation, you know I mean? Over A&T. I mean, you got to look at your program strength, obviously program strength is very important. I mean, because it tells you who you got coming back, who you got coming within the program and, you know, and how you're, it's going to dictate your season for years yeah. to come. It's going to really dictate. Yeah. And, you know, when you're looking in the near future for A&T. That team could be in some trouble. Yeah. Big, big trouble. I mean, yeah. we don't know what's going to happen with A&T. We don't know how long Michelle Marshall is going to have over there at A&T. I mean, could she leave at the end of the year? I mean, like. We've seen it before. A, there's a ton of questions with A&T. Coaches leaving when they have, like, some of their superstar athletes you know you ride them for the four years or multiple and years evans is a senior and i the, think worthy i think worthy's a junior junior um but still but I we've mean, seen coaches leave not that we're saying that that's happening no but we've seen it in the past right and i think that's something that you got to look at i mean like mm. with a and t they're the future of that program i really believe you know that that program's future right now is looking bleak i really do and i'm not being mean the good folks down there at Southfield, but I'm just saying is, you know, I think the I think the Who's ride next? could be over. But that that's that's what we were asking at the beginning of the season, or even last year, mm -hmm. talking about it. You go who, if you can ask the question, who is next up? Who's going to step up and fill in the role? Yeah, that's if you know Michelle Marshall leaves. You know what I mean? If she leaves, you know, and well, even if she stays, I'm just saying that uh, who on that bench? Oh, on that bench. Yeah, um, who in the bench is going to step up and say, "Hey, I'm going to." It could be Jalen Austin. It could be, um, but but it looks like according, it looks like according to sources, it looks like A and T's really been struggling. You know, besides besides those um, two now with Mick Evans and Worthy in Austin, they really what's don't next? have yeah. what's next. I mean, what's next with that program? I mean, mm -hmm. you look at. You look at the other two teams in that the teams in the um red. You look at teams like West Bloomfield, whose program strength is high. We know about what Clarkson's program yeah. strength. The Clarkson's program strength is really good. I yeah, mean, it just seems to be getting stronger and stronger as they and they only lose, and they only lose they only lose Taylor Eaton. I mean, like out of that group, everybody else comes back next year for them. I mean, a lot of that team that Clarkson has is basically sophomore, junior heavy. You yeah. know, when you look at what John Wire has with that team, I mean. But program <laughs> strength is going to be is always key, and especially yeah. in division like the red division. I mean, and you got to look at other teams with, with great program strength. You know what I mean? You look at Clarkston, Lake Orion, um, Troy. And when you say program strength, you mean the sub varsity, sub varsity, JV, JV, middle school, middle yeah. school. Yep. They're, program they're, strength. They're, there's yeah. bodies coming in. There's bodies coming in that can make the big time players. I mean, you know, and you look at. I'm looking at a team like um, like Clarkston, you know what I mean? Clarkston's got, they got a whole boatload of talent still on that program, and then their JV team is not bad either. I mean, yeah. you got to like what Clarkston's been doing. 
Um, Lake Orion on their side of things, you know, the program strength is very strong. But right now, um, right now they're just just a young basketball team. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're relying. You don't. You only have like three seniors on that team. I mean, like that could, you know. But when your main scorer right now is a freshman and Kylie Heck, I mean, that's that's hard. Yeah. You know, it's really really hard, especially where the program's been at. But I really like the direction where Bob Bridges is taking that program. Um, and of course, the um, program strength at Lake Orion is really really high. Um, now people have asked me and I wrote the column last week about it. Be patient with this team. And yeah, this, this team sits at six and nine, but I really think in the long term, you know, Lake Orion returns nearly everybody in their starting lineup. Yeah. I mean, that says a lot. Yeah. And you can't underestimate the, you know, continuity. Yeah. Program right? strength. Obviously. Uh, you, continuity with the players. They reckon, you know, there's another year under their belt playing together. Um, the coach knows what he's getting. The, the kids have a, a chance to recharge uh, in the offseason and set team goals together, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you have, like, some teams that are top-heavy, let's say, like A&T, where you have the yeah, A&T definitive really superstars, heavy, yeah. and then you, you look know, at sometimes teams, they defer. The yeah. kids under go, well, you're, you're the superstar. I just, yeah. you know. A&T is really top-heavy this year. And then you look at a team like Clarkston, West Bluefield, yeah, Lake gotta, Orion, yeah. obviously. You got um I mean you got Lake Orion, obviously. Um, I think Troy is still valued underclassman despite the fact that Athena Sanson's still there. Um they still have Kendall Zeiter there. They still have um they're gonna have a um they have a good J V program coming yeah. up, but it's gonna be really good. I mean those like, are teams that it when the seniors cycle out, mm-hmm. you still have you a still solid have- body there that uh you know you're gonna have mm-hmm. You know, like the word again, continuity, right? right. Uh, just continued growth, you would hope. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the expectation of the coaches. Yeah, and I think, you know, when you look at a team like A&T, obviously, it's pro who's top-heavy. Troy Athens is another team that's top-heavy, and um, they've been falling on some hard times mm. lately. I mean, five of six, they've lost. I mean, like, I mean, they just gave up 65 against Troy. I mean, yeah. on their coach versus cancer night. Um so when I look at Athens, with Athens to me, everything flows around Isabel Crump. Everything flows around her. And she has not break twenty points lately. And mm. that's been that's been shocking. They have not been the same team since losing to Adams. I mean, but with Adams' case, you know, look at Adams. I mean, Adams has shown yeah. that they they're either gonna be really good or they're going to be really bad. <laughs> um, Play to the level of the competition? Is that the... Well, yes. I mean, I think they've got a bad habit of that. But they picked up a big win against Avondale the other night. Yeah. 42-30. I mean, yeah. you know, Matt, I mean, like, you look at Nicole Clarehow, you look at Amelia Dranick, um, 15 and Smart. 7. Yeah. yeah. You look at those players, and not mention Ad Maddie Ling in that role. I mean, like, I mean, Adams and Avondale, they really battled even, even out until the fourth quarter where... Adams is um will I think Adams just, finally got into Avondale's um lack of depth and they got the line and basically that was your difference you know yeah. what I mean that's the thing against Avondale you know that's that's the thing if you want to beat Avondale you got to get their star players in foul trouble Avondale's got four star players you know you can play like Reagan Lawrence Tanai Jackson Brad Banyan Kerry Lee you yeah. get those four in trouble they got big problems yeah I mean, and only tagging thirty. Mm-hmm. That's a low output. Well, that's probably a credit to Shea Lewis's defense. Defense, yeah. 
that's probably a huge credit to Shea Lewis's defense, um, defensive scheme. And this time of year, teams know each other. Of course. Right? I mean, you've played at you least know once. Each other. You, you, at you least know each once. other. You know each other. Um, you know and what? the tendencies and common opponents. And, and you I know think, what's you know, and that's been around in both boys and girls basketball. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, and then in the blue side of things, basically, if Rochester beats Oak Park, that relays is over. I mean, if West Bluefield wins their two games this week, it's over. I mean, you really look at, okay, you got to look at, on the blue side of things, you got to look at Rochester. I mean, Rochester, the development of their center, their big Rajushin, I believe is the name. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, um, and I know Coach Bill Thurston very well. You know what I mean? His first year, his first year, he's done a wonderful job of that program. But also it comes down to they finally have stability over there at Rochester. They finally have stability with Bill Thurston running that program. I know it's his first year. Yeah. But they're looking really, really good right now. And especially when you beat a team like Berkeley twice. Yeah. That says a lot about what Ro- where Rochester's been at. You know, but the thing with Rochester, it's going to always come down to with them is can they win in non-league? I mean, they were really close against Troy Athens, um, but that's going to be the key for Rochester is that next step is they've got to win games out of league. So, I mean, looking at Rochester, um, holding Berkeley to 31. And Berkeley's got a good team. Yeah, so, I mean, the defensive mindset of the Falcons is seems to be pretty solid. And, it is. And we always talk about uh, teams like if you can't fill it up and if you have – Defense travels, right? Right. Defense always De- travels. Always goes, right? If you mm-hmm. ha- you can play solid defense, the offense will come. Of course. It always travels really well. And I think when you look at the bottom line is, you know, defense always it always travels yeah. really well. And, and it I seems think- like Rochester's riding that mantra pretty well. <laughs> sure. I mean, when you look at what Rochester is, you know what I mean? Look at Rochester, what they've been doing. I mean, defensively, it's been a good team. Yeah. But I think the team that you have to keep an eye on you know, in that blue division, the wild card could be Oak Park. I mean, Oak Park played Rochester tough. They played Berkeley tough. Uh, and I think when you look at Rochester, um, this is a basketball team that could do some significant damage. I mean, Oak Park could be a team that could spoil somebody's season. But in Berkeley's case, you know, I think their division chances are shot. Really? I think they're shot because now Berkeley's got two losses now. Both to Rochester. Even though Rochester's got that one league loss to Seahome, but I just think that if Rochester beats Oak Park, especially with the schedule rest of the way, it's over. The blue race is basically over. It's also probably the same thing with West Bloomfield. If West Bloomfield can knock off Southfield and Clarkston, yeah. then the red race is over. And you think, is that a possibility? Or they split them? I think that... I think West Bluefield beats A&T on Tuesday. Right. I think they beat A&T because... Because Wade Clarkson's been playing, man. Wade Clarkson's been playing, and it's not a big gym. Yeah. I think it's going to give West Bluefield problems. Um, But I, I think, you know, and I know Clarkson's going to be wanting revenge after getting... Yes. Losing 73 to 47 at the Swamp. Yeah. Um. But I, I just think when you look at West Bluefield, um, right now, to me, they're the best team in the OA right now. I mean, when I look at them, hands down, they, them and Clarkson right now are above everybody else right now. 
both are taking care of business when they need to. Right. Both of them are taking care of business. Now, Clarkson's got that big win at Southfield, which was mm. huge, um, which was huge for Coach John Wire. But I also think what's helped Clarkson out is the fact they had an offseason where they just played basketball. Yeah. Where they just played basketball. I mean, you know, and I know John Wire really well, especially with his pride teams, um, his pride kids. Um, but at the end of the day. And it's. Again, it's just what we were talking about not too long, a couple of minutes ago, mm-hmm. is familiarity, right? Program strength. You get, you, yeah, you get young kids together. At first, you're like, ah, uh, how does the chemistry work? Where do we fit? What are the pieces? What are the roles? And Clarkson's a good example of they know what those roles are now. They yeah. know how the pieces fit. They know how. Now it's execution. Yeah, now it's this execution and everything. I mean, when you look at what Clarkson's done, I mean, like, program strength has been really, really important. Yeah. Really important. And I think at the end of the day, that's why Clarkson's where they're at right now is they're basically playing really, really well right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Think they could surprise some people in the postseason? Clarkson? Yeah. Or are they, gonna, or they not going to surprise anybody because people expect them? People expect them. I think <laughs> right now in the district, I think they're going to be the, the the early favorite. Um, and where's that one again? That is at Waterford Kettering. Ah. Um, but that's a very interesting district. When you look at um, – when you look at the teams in there, you got Adams is going to be in there. You got Lake Orion. Um, Lake Orion's a wild card in this one, I think. Um, Do you think they can? Uh, it depends on the, the light matchup. Will go on. I think it depends on the matchup. I mean, if Lake Orion can fix some things, um, you know, if they're healthy, unforced errors, dude. They, they got to fix the unforced errors, obviously. Um, they only turned it over sixteen times against Royal Oak. Take it and run. Yeah, they only turned over 16 times against Royal Oak. I mean, they only did. That was not bad. Yeah, I mean, if it, and they're averaging 20-plus. Yeah. <laughs> but but they've been getting unforced better. Unforced errors. At, unforced if they errors. can take care of that issue, I think they're going to be in good shape. Um, but I think they're the X factor. I think like Orion's the X factor. Okay. Um, We've seen other teams do it. You know, oh, sure. They, it clicks right at postseason time. It's another... Right, the second season, as they call it. Right, I think that's the team you have to watch in postseason times, Lake Ori, because I think that's the team that could do, that could surprise somebody, or because I think Lake Ori's in a very similar boat Adams was in last year. Hmm. I really think they were. You know, when things were not clicking, very young team, um, they got their act together, um, beat some people they weren't supposed to beat. Yeah. Um, of course, remember Adams, David Romeo, um. If Lake Warren was to meet Adams in the first round, you know it's always hard to beat a team three times in one. Yes. Game. I think Lake Warren gets them the third time. Ooh. I think they do. Because when you look at when you look at what the Dragons they've gotta they've gotta find that score. I think they have that in Kylie Heck. Um I know Adams is a really interesting defensive set. Um, but if they if the difference in that game has been the start. Adams slow went on a, Lake Orient's had Orient. two slow starts on both games they played. If the start is like 10-10 or like if it's 10-10. Keep it within four. Keep it within four or even have the lead on Adams. I think it's going to be, I think it would be, it's a, that, those that two would put games pressure are on different. Adams to the point where you might be able to. Absolutely. To, to absolutely. 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 So I, it wouldn't surprise me Lake Orient played Adams in the first round. It really wouldn't surprise me. Um, but I think that's the X factor in that district is Lake Orion. People are gonna say, "Well, why not Waterford Kettering?" I mean, like, well, yeah. Waterford Kettering's had a really disappointing year in the um, 
Lakes Valley. They've had a really disappointing year. Um, they still have the players. You look at Irene Shub, Lizzie Dougal. Um, I mean, but another team to watch could be Oxford. I mean, <laughs> Oxford. Even with the injuries? Even with that injury, Mackenzie Manther, um, I still am in shock how they played against North Farmington. Um, in a good way? Bad way. <laughs> because Oxford's really been struggling since the Mackenzie Manther. Yes, yes, really been they struggling. have. I mean, you but, know. But again, that goes into the hole. You have a key cog that goes out. Everybody's got to reshuffle the deck chairs and go, hey. And it's Who's hard. what and where and what are we going to do? And it's hard. It's yeah. hard. Especially at this point of the season. I mean, it, it's really, really hard when you look at it. I mean, like with Oxford's yeah, fifth, case. Uh, North Farmington, 52-29 over. North Farmington's Oxford. had a really surprising year winning 10 games thus far. They're 10-5 right now. but They're scoring points, too. Well, I think a lot of that being at home, you know, I mean, helps a lot. Um, I think that Friday game with Lake Orient's going to be really interesting. Because the last time those two teams played... You know what the score was? 29-24. <laughs> Both teams can play defense. Yeah. Um, I But le- then again, let's not forget Lake Orton's without two key cogs in that lineup. Oh. They were without two key players in that one. In, in the first meeting. In the first meeting. And they have them back. Um, or are they still gone? They're, they're going to have them back for this Okay. Game. So we'll see what happens. I mean, we'll see what happens. Um, you got uh, some key games this week? Sure. And I got my updated top 21. Um, we'll go over that right now and see what your thoughts are. Um, girls' side of things, um, West Bloomfield number one team. Of course, they win these next two games against Southfield, Arson Tech, and Clarkson. The Reds over. Clarkson, my number two. North Farmington, my number three. Truman, number four. A&T, my five. Adams, six. Royal Oak, seven. Groves, eight. Rochester, nine. Avondale, 10. Mm. Berkeley, 11. Lake Warrior, 12. Athens, 13. Oak Park, 14, Stony Creek, 15, Blue Hill, 16, Oxford, 17, Farmington, 18, Seaholm, 19, Ferndale, 20, Pontiac, 21. My um, interesting games around the girls' docket, of course, um, Lake Ori, North Farmington, that'll be a very interesting game. Um, with North Farmington, of course, they've been starting to roll lately. Um, of course, you know, you got Molly Simpson, you have... Um, Maya Kelly, of course. And then, of course, Sarah Leifer's really started to improve a little bit for North Farmington. Um, they still don't have an interior presence, though. I mean, and besides, and also having Rogers as well, but they still don't have that true big to match up. And Lake Orion's got a true big. Yeah. Um, we know about Kendall Robertson. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, but she did not play in the first meeting against North Farmington. So that sets up to be a really interesting matchup, especially if Lake Orion can feed the big inside. Yeah. And, and, I mean, you know. and they're looking to string, I mean, a big win over Romeo. Yeah, and they're coming off a huge win against Romeo. I mean, 38-37. Again, we talked about this before. The can, Royal Oak game. They have momentum. Can the Royal Oak momentum? game, you got to give them a pass in that Royal Oak game. In that Royal Oak loss, you got to give them a pass. I mean, because, you know, playing a back-to-back, playing three, three games, games in week. five days, yeah. you know, that's hard to do. That's really, really hard. Um, But Lake Orion, they got to play Avondale on Tuesday night. I mean, North Farmington's got to play Troy on Tuesday night, and that's going to be a really interesting game as well. Um, North Farmington taking on Troy. This is a rematch of um, this is a rematch of a 47-40 game where North Farmington beat Troy, but the, but Kendall Zider's back for for Troy, and that sets up to be a really interesting matchup considering that Kevin Rogers is going to likely have to guard Zider, 
You know, but then you got to, and then that was a game where Athena Samson went absolutely nuts in that game. <laughs> went absolutely nuts. I mean, you know, and I think at the end of the day, um, that's a huge, huge game um, going forward. Um, other games to keep an eye on, obviously, um, Rochester at Oak Park. Um, um, Rochester Oak Park, I think that's going to be another interesting game, to say the least. Um, that'll be a really, really interesting matchup. I, I think that... Um, I think that um, that'll be a good game. Yeah. You know what I mean. Um, but if Rochester wins that game, um, um, Rochester, if Rochester wins that game, um, I, if if they win that game, the Blues basically over. Over. Yeah, the Blues basically over. You calling it today? Yeah, I'm calling it today <laughs> because Rochester's already beaten Berkeley twice. Um, Rochester's. I mean, like Rochester's a team where they could do some damage. Um. Speaking of North Farmington, back to them. Um, they do have a game on Friday at Avondale. Troy does. Um, last time Avondale played Troy, it was 65-44 on January the 9th. Um, but let's not forget, Kendall Zider's back. Mm. That's, that's going to be very interesting down there at Auburn Hills. If Troy wins that game, I think Avondale's in a lot of trouble because then everybody will be back in it. I mean, Avondale... open the door. It opens the door in that white... Opens the door up in the white. Of course, Troy had that big win against Athens the other night, um, 65-40. And if Avondale were to lose to Lake Orion and and um, and um, I think so. It'll be really, really interesting. So it'll be really, really interesting. So they open the door. Do you think anybody walks in? If anybody walks the door. And walks right who's, in. Who's going to be? Who's going to take it over? I mean, if if Avondale left the door open, who's coming in? Maybe Troy will come in. Maybe um, maybe Troy comes in. Um, it looks like we might have a little bit of breaking news. It looks like the um APR districts might be out. They just um, did. Well, you know, because you know they do it two weeks into the season. Um, we're just getting this right now. Um. <laughs> the APR just came out with their district. Um, you know, um, I'll get more information on this, okay. but I just wanted to let you, everybody know the APR just came out on the girls' basketball districts. I will get those posted. Check up. your email. Check, check your, your text. Check the, check check. the blog at <laughs> Sammy Semicolon. Tell me at blogspot.com for the latest updates on the um, APR match districts have just came out. So they just did the pairings. They just did the pairings. Wow. It's going to be out. Um, so it'll be. So keep an eye on the blog at Sammy Semicolon to meet at blogspot.com. I will also put it on the ON TV blog as well. So we ON TV I, at Orient or on OrientonTV.com. Mm-hmm. So once I get that, so once I get that, I will um email you that immediately. So wow. the districts have just came out. I, I don't think that usually hits mm-hmm. while we're on while we're actually recording. Yeah. You want to open it up? We got I mean, well, I'm gonna take a look like, at it. I'm, a couple. I'm, of, you want to talk about the guys real quick, or is this uh, bigger news? Well, we're gonna talk about the districts. I mean, we got plenty of time to talk about it. I'll probably okay. release it on the blog, but right. I want to get back to my top games of the week. Obviously, okay. Um, on the girls' side, we got West Bluefield at Southie A and T. Um, that's a Tuesday matchup. A and T. Gonna find out where they're at. Yeah, last time they played was 71-63 in favor of West Bluefield. West Bluefield. It's at Southfield. And down one cog. So yep. And then you have West Bluefield at Clarkson on Friday, on that Friday. That one I'm interested in seeing. That's going to be a huge one. You know, that one over at Clark. It's at Clarkson. You know what I mean? Rivals, you know always a good matchup. Oh, yeah. 
And then other games I'm keeping an eye on is Bloomfield Hills at Stony Creek. Um, that's oh. a 45-40 overtime victory for the Blackhawks on January the 6th. Um, Stony Creek at Royal Oak. That's a Friday game. Um, that's another interesting game. Um, I'm going to see if I'm going to pull it up right now, um, the, um, the districts. Uh, I'm going to pull it up right now. Before you can't we... wait, can you? Well, I, mean, it's, it's... I couldn't wait. <laughs> I couldn't wait. It's, that's the type of information you're like, right in the middle of recording this, you're like, we were just like, hey, what would the pairings possibly be? We're speculating, and here uh, it lands in your have, lap. They haven't posted it up yet. Oh, they didn't? I just no, said it's ready have, to go. I just, I just got it, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but it's really interesting, you know what I mean? I couldn't wait, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, know. I couldn't wait. But... Well, it's a big deal. And... Well, especially with the new APR rankings. I yes. mean, like, they just, and it's... they just released, and they just released them. So, to me, if I'm going to use the Lake Warrior, the Waterford Carrying District, for example. Yeah. So it looks to me that Clarkston and Adams end up getting seated, and okay. Lake Orion and Lake Orion ended up getting a um, and Lake Orion has got one of the buys. So that oh, so it probably mean it's a pro. It's confusing. <laughs> it's confusing. it's it's a new way of doing things, and that's why we're excited to see it mm-hmm. because um, the way they rank the teams, it's a little it's bit different. On, it's a little bit different, you know. Yeah, so a little strength, bit different. It's so the strength boy, schedule, yeah, strength two, schedule two components into this. Yeah. yeah, so you know, so I'm gonna take a look more into depth on that. I'm gonna get some more information on yeah. that, and I'll let you know. Um, it, I'll post try to it on explain the it to everybody on the on the podcast. yeah. I'm gonna try to explain to everybody in the podcast. I mean, <laughs> but the it's a whole new gig that the APR came out this year. It's a whole new gig. Yeah, and um, they, they don't reseed them, do they? Or is that no? They don't reseed them. Right. They're doing it. This is a first time experimental district. Ooh. Um and then you have Stony Creek at Royal Oak on Friday. Um For your key games, yeah. That'll be key game there. Mentioned Troy Avenue, North Farmington Troy. Royal Oak at Groves. This will be an inter- interesting game on Tuesday. Um forty six thirty six was that score the last time and Royal and Groves winning the Royal Oak and beat him. So this will be a really interesting matchup. Um curious to see how Royal Oak guards Ellie Rupert. Um and then you have Berkeley at Seaholme on Tuesday. Um, we know what happened there, of course. Berkeley, um, we don't know where Berkeley's mindset at after losing 33-31 to mm. Rochester. Um, and then you have Seaholm at Farmington. Um, it's a rematch of a game where Seaholm beat Farmington 38-35 on January the 9th. Um, both these teams have been on losing streaks. Um, Farmington's lost 6-7. Wow. Seaholm's lost 7 straight. Whoa. Yep. Isn't that brutal? Seems like they've been having a hard time finding, uh, scoring. Yeah. They've been yeah. finding a way, a hard time finding success lately. I mean, only 20 points against, uh, what was it, Royal Oak. Royal Oak's a very good defensive team. Yeah, I mean, and they shut them down. I mean, that's. And then Pontiac, they gave up 51. On Oak Park, they gave up 51. Yeah, so, that's tough. It is. All right, now let's go from the girls' side of things. Let's go to the boys' side. All right. Of course, we just found so, out yeah, the uh, APR rankings, the districts are out. I'm going to give you a. And um, we're about 42 in. Just so you wow. Know. I know. Wow. <laughs> this uh this hour has been chipping going wow. quick. Wow. I know. A lot of girls basketball stuff. But a lot of good information. I mean, it's stuff that uh it's detail that has to get everybody out. has to know, yeah. Yeah. Um boys side of things, you know, Seahome. Seahome's the team that, you know, they're look they had a bad loss to Athens and then they came off and beat Pontiac at the buzzer. So when I look at Seahome. This is a team that they have nine seniors. They have 17 players on their roster. Wow. And they have nine seniors, eight juniors. <laughs> and they have Talk another four juniors down in their JV. So 
talk about an upper class heavy team. My Mike, goodness. I've, yeah, I've never heard anything like that big. I mean, it's it's huge. I mean, like, you know, when you wow. look at Seaholm, I mean, Seaholm's already knocked off a red opponent already in Bloomfield Hills. Now, Bloomfield Hills up to the North Farnton, that says a lot there. Yeah, an OT. Yeah, that says a lot there. Um, 66-65. And then North Farmington just came. And then Bloomfield Hills just go out out to Clarkson laying a complete egg, getting blown out 69-23. Consistency. Something needs to be said about that, yeah? Sure. Yeah. Can't, can't keep it going. It's. Well, here's the thing. Bloomfield Hills just does not have an answer for Matt Nicholson. They don't have an answer for Fletcher Lawyer. They don't have an answer for Keegan Wasilk. That's been the bottom line. Yeah. And I think, you know, it was kind of a reality check after that emotional win against North Farmington. So, kind of that reality. And now it opens up another question. You look at a team like Lake Orion who's just beaten up by injuries right now. Um, what are I, we looking at? How bad? You look at maybe a couple weeks for some of these kids. Um, you know, they had a big injury to Alden Ritt. Mm. Had a big injury to Andrew Bryant. Um, you know, Nick Fisher's been out sick. I mean, like, yeah. Lake Orion's been really beaten up by injuries. And now they get to play Flint Carmen Aithworth. Oh. That's going to be brutal. And then Homer they got away. That's at Flint. Oy. And then they got to go to um, Birmingham to play Seaholm. So that's an interesting matchup, Lake Orion and Seaholm. Um, Carmen Ainsworth likes come, uh, playing the OA teams, don't they? Well, they got to play Clarkson. I know. It seems like mm-hmm. uh, they're, they're dipping their toe in the OAA. Particularly Lake Orion and Clarkson. I mean, but. For Lake Orion, this is a brutal matchup for them. Yes, it um, is. Especially if they have the injuries that uh, you're mm-hmm. reporting on. The white, the white has been really, really tense drama, um, between Southfield A and T, Troy and Farmington. Those are that's a three team race in that division. Close games. Yeah, close right? games. I mean, yeah, Southfield just went into Troy and beat Troy. I mean, that's a huge win for them. Um, the blue is still Seahomes. Anybody's to win in that division. Wide open, it's still wide open. I still think Seahome Pontiac, um, Troy kind of just sitting there waiting for someone to make it their mind that they want to take it. Yeah, I think somebody's waiting for their mind to take it. Um, I think when you look at a team like Troy, um, you know, I think Troy's a wild card in this because of Brody Parker and the emerging boys, Farmington. You know, they got Jay Nackins, um, Robert Davis, Tariq Humes. Um, they don't really have that true post presence. I mean, Jack Donahue's trying to be that post presence over there. And then you look at Southfield A&T. They just keep finding ways to win. You got to yeah. give Coach Gerald Buchanan a lot of credit over there. Um, they just keep finding ways to win. Where do you figure Oxford in the matchup here? Um, I mean, Oxford, they got two wins last week. Yeah, they got two wins last week. But Oxford's a really interesting one because, you know, they've lost. They lost to Troy, Farmington, but then they already played Southfield already. Twice. Split with South. Close. Yeah, in close games. Um, Both o- OTs. I think, you know, but also with Oxford, they still got to go to Farmington. They got to go to Troy. That's going to be really tough for, for them. Um, kind of loaded in the I back think end. Oxford, Oxford and Groves are pretty much even, Stephen, in the white. I think they're middle of the pack teams um, in the white division. Um, I think the key for Oxford is going to be the role players. I really do for them. Um you know, you got Pedro Bullet, you got a Mason Mulholland. Um, but I think the key is Palmer Speck. I think he's the key. Because if Speck plays well, 
Oxford's going to play well. If they doesn't, then Oxford's going to struggle. Time. They're going to have a hard time. Um, I know they got Bryce Essam in the interior. They just beat Groves. Groves is a very good team despite their 7-8 and eight record. 51-47. Yeah. Um, but a team that's really been surprising me is Stony Creek. Um, Stony Creek's been a team that's really been struggling. Um, I think Stony Creek's going to be a really, really interesting um, interesting team to keep an you eye on. You think they're uh, better than they're showing right now? Mm-hmm. And I also think another team that's better than what they're showing has been Adams. Adams is really competitive in each of their games. I mean, I really like what Coach Jared Thomas has done over there at Adams, um, especially when you have a player like Peyton Priestborn. Um, you have both Yersey Brothers has been playing well. Jackson T has been playing really well for Adams. Um, and let's not talking Pontiac or Berkeley in the Blue Division. Um, Berkeley. I think Berkeley's starting to turn the corner a little bit. So has been Athens. And so is some Pontiac. Of course, Pontiac under the first year coach, Damon O'Neill's done a wonderful job yeah. being at program in the thick of a league race. You know, I really think playing Clarkson kind of helped Pontiac out. But, you know, Pontiac's a team that's really been improving. Um, just a lot of improvement around the basketball world right now. Kind of key games for yeah. this week? Um, let's go my top, top 21. Let's go my top 21 first. Um, when I look at the top 21, um, Got Clarkson number one, A&T number two, Troy number three, Seahome four, North Farmington five, West Bloomfield six, Oak Park seven, Farmington eight, Oxford nine, Bernie 10, Groves 11, Lake Orion 12, Athens 13, Berkeley 14, um, Adams 15, Pontiac 16, Bloomfield 17, Stony Creek 18, Rochester 19, Royal Oak 20, Avondale 21. My interesting games of the week are in the boys' docket. We talk Birmingham Seahome. We talk Birmingham Seahome and Lake Orion. That'll be a really interesting matchup because I think when you look at that matchup on paper, you know people are gonna say, "Well, Lake Orion's in the red." They played yeah. a tough. Lake Orion's played a tough schedule. Let's yes. not forget they have played a tough schedule. Victim of their own success. Well, and then Seahome, of course. Um, I've seen Seahome play. I mean, like they're gonna they look good at spurts, and there's times. They're going to look bad. I'm really curious on the Lake Orient injury situation, how that's been. Um, but Seahome's got some really good players. When you look at it, of course, John Cross, Matt Fricky, Alex Lons, and then, of course, um, Dominic Cullen. Um, but I, I just think when you look at the matchup, I just think if it comes down to playing a tougher schedule, it's got to favor Lake Orient, despite their mm. injury issues. You know what I mean? But... You think that'll pay off? I think it'll pay off in this game. I really well, that's do. Well, with your philosophy. Mm-hmm. It Play sits the real well. Right? But Lake Orient's had a lot of trouble in the Maple Fours. It's not just been the boys' basketball program. It's been the girls' think, basketball yeah. program, volleyball program. Mm-hmm. They've had a lot of trouble in that gym at Seahome. Yeah. I mean, but it'll be very interesting to see what happens. Detroit Edison has to go to Clarkston on Tuesday. Ooh. That ought to be interesting. They just put one-on-one on one. One-on-one, on one, uh, Yeah. And we know what Clarkson's got. Ooh, I yeah. just think you uh, picked the game that I want to see. Yeah. Clarkson's got to go to Oak Park on Thursday. Mm. Oxford's, that'll be an interesting game. That's a rematch of a 63-54 Clarkson win over Oak Park. Oxford at Pontiac, Notre Dame Prep. Notre Dame Prep's been up and down lately. Oxford, we know where they're treading. Yeah. Um, that's at Notre Dame Prep. Adams at Oxford, Friday. Interesting game right there. Adams beat Oxford Oh, Oxby Downs 46-25. That'll be interesting. Groves at Stony Creek. Another rematch, 53-44. Another interesting game. Pontiac at Berkeley. That's a Monday night game. 
This ought to be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Ought to be really interesting. Here's see how Pontiac responds if they're losing at the buzzer. Um, Farmington at Troy. This will be interesting. 53-45, um, Farmington went over Troy last time these two teams played at Farmington. That Troy be very interesting. Mm-hmm. North Farmington at West Bluefield. It's a Thursday matinee. Uh, 55-41, you know, in favor of North Farmington at North. That was the last time they met. Seaholm at Milford on Tuesday. Ooh. Big, big game there. Yeah. Be an interesting game. Royal Oak at Berkeley. We know that rivalry. 66-59, last time those two teams played. And then another Monday game. Farmington at Detroit Edison. Oh, my. Detroit Edison making the rounds. I know. They're making the rounds. <laughs> you know? If anybody in- has D- uh, Detroit Edison on their schedule after what they did to West Bloomfield, watch out. Yep. You better yeah. you better be uh, getting, that, I mean, 101 points in a high school game. You must uh, have had to score at least 30 points a quarter. I mean, that's a ton of, that's a ton. And mm-hmm. e- either, I have to think that they're like a fast break team. They are. It's there's the only way you can score that many points. It's like get it in, boom, out, gun, and run. But so is West Bloomfield to run a gun team as well. But sixty three points they put up, not a bad score. No, but you give up a hundred and one. Yeah, that's not good. So uh, all you OAA teams out there, you got especially Farmington and Clarkston. Watch out now. Okay, I'm glad you brought that up again because uh, we're about fifty three. So um, that game, do you think? With Clarkson taking on Edison and the way they can put it out, do you think if Clark's can you can Clarkson take them? Can they match that output or can they tighten them up? I mean, this is an interesting. I don't interesting... think Edison has a matchup has an answer for Nicholson in the post. Yes, um, but I do think they have an answer for Fletcher Lawyer. Okay, I do think they have an answer for them. Um, because this is kind of game that you would look at. This has like postseason type of mm-hmm. echoes, right? And then you look at Detroit Edison's in Class B. Clarkson's in class, class A. a. Um, but still. That's a great match. I think this is a really interesting game. It'd be a really, I think it'd be a really <laughs> good game. I mean, like, I think it'd be a really good game between the um, Pioneers and the Wolves. But, I think but, it's going to be a really but good geez, game. But, uh, geez, Edison and B. But it would not surprise me if Clarkson did. It would not surprise me if that game's going to be probably a 73-70 game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's going to be a high-scoring affair because both those teams can shoot, except Clarkson's a team that can – if you get Nicholson in foul trouble with Clarkston, Uh-oh. oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. That could be really bad. And sometimes the bigs going up against a fast-running team, you can run into problems. Of course. Get you out of position, and if you're trying to run the floor with them, that's when the fouls well, I think what helps the team. I think what helps Matt Nicholson especially is that he's very lanky. He's very, very lanky, and okay. I think that could be really interesting. Wow. So we'll see what happens. What day is that game? That's a Tuesday night. Tuesday. Independent Clarkson Media Schools Independence Television will carry that game, I think. Yes, uh, I don't know if it's public, but they will have it on replay. They'll have it on replay. Yep, you can go on YouTube and take a look at it. Yes. Yep. So Independence Television. So we got about fifty-five. Do you have any um... wrestling districts oh, yeah, are yeah, out wrestling. this week? Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see how. I still think you know Oxford. I think will win their district. They're they're in a district with Romeo in um, northeast Macomb, northern Macomb and St. Clair counties. Um, Clarkson Lake Orion will be a very interesting mm. district. Along, and you put Waterford Kettering in there, that'll be a really tight wrestling district. Um, watch for 
you know, I got my projections here on the blog here. For wrestling? Um, for wrestling. I just got to pull it up. Um, I know we don't have a lot of time, but um, but I think when you look at the um, wrestling districts, I still think it's going to oh, be. You got about two and a half. Okay. Um, I look at it here from an interesting perspective here. Um, I still think the re- I still think wrestling, the the class of the division has to be. Um, I think Oxford could be a team to watch. Uh, Oxford's always in the mix. But so is Clarkston. You know what I mean? So is Clarkston, and I think that um Clarkston could be a team to watch in the in the districts as a team. Um, but there's some others. I mean, there's yeah. some others. Oh, here they are. I I just I just got them up. I just got them up. Um. When I look at when I look at wrestling, um, when I look at wrestling, I think that um, I think it'll be very interesting. Of course, I think Oxford's going to win their district with them Port Huron, Port Huron, Northern Romeo, Clarkson, Lake Orion. Um, watch out, for Clarkson should be a favorite, but watch for Lake Orion, watch for Kettering. Uh, Region one hundred six one at Royal Oak, get Royal Oak, Troy, Troy, Athens, Warren, and um, Warren Mott. I think Troy's going to win this dish that district. Top of the district, I think, is going to be Rochester, Adams, Stony Creek, and Ike. That's at Adams. Mm. Um, I think Adams is the favorite, but watch for Rochester and Stony Creek. They're going to have strong says. Farmington's in a district of Lonia Franklin, Lonia Franklin, Churchill, and Stevenson. Um, I think it's going to be tough, but I like um, for Farmington to win this district, I, especially when you have teams like Lavonia Franklin, Lavonia Churchill in there. Groves, Seaholm, Boomby Hills, Brother Rice, it's at Groves. Um, this will be the most competitive, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. That'll be very competitive. Wall Lake Western, you got North Farmington, West Bluefield, Wall Lake Western, and um, Wall Lake Central. Um, I like West Bluefield, but watch for North Farmington. Um, District um, 128.1 at UAD, Berkeley, A&T, UAD, Jesuit. I think Southfield wins that district. Um, 140.2 is Division Two now. You got Pontiac, Holly, Brandon, Northern Prep. Pontiac, not the deepest team, but I think they have just enough to win the district. Mm. Um, and then District 162 at Lampier. You got Avondale, Madison, Lampier, Hazel Park, Warren, Fitzgerald. Avondale, obviously, with the schedule. And then District 163.2 Redford Union. You got Ferndale, Orchard Lake, St. Mary's, Thurston, and Union. I think St. Mary's is solid, but I think Ferndale will challenge them. So, so you're looking at the OA teams doing well in these districts? I think they're going to do very well. I think the OA is going to do really well and make some noise in that dish. In the, I still think the best team in the States, nobody Detroit Catholic Central and Davidson. Mm. Those are two teams to watch. Davidson always solid on huh? the mats. <laughs> always. All right, now, everybody, I'm going to sign off here. Um, keep an eye on the APR on the district matchups. I'm going to post them up later yeah. today on the blog at sammysimicolon.com. All right, I'm going to sign off, everybody. Take care and see you all next week, everybody. Thanks, Sam. Oye now will be back on the air on Tuesday to record our next podcast. Mm-hmm. ONTV will be closed for President's Day. Yep. If you'd like to make your own podcast, give ONTV a call at 248-393-1060. Once again, we'd like to thank all of our partners on that food drive we had on the 8th. 10,000 pounds collected for our uh, food pantry here in the Oxford-Orient area. We'll see you next time on the podcast. Oye now, see ya!